0: Let's get to some news. The uh, White House chief of staff said that he expects President Biden to announce that he's running for re-election after the holidays. That makes sense. Most Americans announce that they're going to start running after the holidays. <laughs> I uh, I'm, not, I'm not even sure. I uh, are they talking about? I um, <clears throat> whatever happened to comedy? Among the many things the Democrat Party has murdered, comedy. We'll try to keep it alive here. It'll be at their expense, and they really hate that. They do not take criticism well, and mockery Mockery uh, really flummoxes them. You know, Saul Alinsky, in his uh, book Rules for Radicals, all the radical Democrats like Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton are Alinskyites, a radical left-wing, anti-American extremist, uh, and, uh, you know, a couple of books— Rules for Radicals, when Barack Obama, and Alinskyite to the hilt, was supposed to be teaching law. He was a fake uh, law professor for a minute. That was all a lie and a sham and a scam, too. He was actually, they posted a picture on his own campaign website of him diagramming Rules for Radicals on the chalkboard, Instead of teaching the law, he was teaching radical left-wing agitation. And then, because the Democrat Party and the media, but I repeat myself, he amazingly became president of the United States. They packaged him up like he was, uh, you know, a can of Campbell's tomato soup, maybe uh, chicken noodle soup, and sold him to the United States of America like he was good for us. Uh, but, uh, you know, he was uh, he was good at reading a teleprompter. And he can slow the rise of the oceans, which is a pretty good talent. Alinsky and Hillary Clinton, of course, Hillary, Diane, Rod, Ham, Clinton. Today's Wednesday. It's her uh, least favorite day of the week. She's got to peel her face up out of the dried vomit on the kitchen floor, get out of the house because, you know, even though Bill Clinton's an old guy, it's, uh, it's still hump day, still hump day in the, uh, in the Clinton household. But Hillary, of course, actually interned with Saul Alinsky himself, a relic from the Bolshevik era. And she wrote her thesis paper in college about her time with Saul Alinsky. Uh, And what was it called? What was it called, boys and girls? Her thesis paper? There is only the fight. There is only the fight, see? And uh, that's why, well, it might help explain why she's been so disagreeable ever since. Just ask Bill. Ask uh, the White House staff. Ask... uh, Ask the, the bunch of crooks at the uh, Little Rock, Arkansas Rose Law Firm because uh, they've been crooked going all the way back. When you're a Democrat, it doesn't matter. You can, uh, you know, Ted Kennedy uh, killed Mary Jo Kopechny and went to brunch and then ran for president, and that was no problem because this information dominance thing has been around for longer than you might think, and uh, they've been exercising it. But now, they, uh, boy, the information dominance thing, They're hitting some rocky shoals at the moment because Elon Musk, the African that saved the world, is trying to expose the truth. And it turns out that another radical left wing deep state pathological liar crook, uh, FBI uh, general counsel type, James Baker, a.k.a. Jim Baker, not the great secretary of state, James A. Baker, the third, but the crooked sleazy, there are so many of them, FBI skeezer who was involved in every fake anti-Trump, fake Russian, ginned up, drummed up, falsified, you know, the fake FISA warrants, he's involved in that. He should probably be in a penitentiary uh, with, uh, who is it, Uh, Michael Avenatti, that uh, he said (laughs) he told the girls at The View, I, I, I take that back, they're not girls. Uh, told the, uh, the uh, humanoids at the uh, View that uh, all of his well, y- you know, Michael Avenatti. All of my sexual fantasies involve handcuffs. Oh! That was uh, like an animal sound in the mating season, whatever that was. I uh, <laughs> said, so, "Oh, they." Well, now, now you know, now he's going to the penitentiary for 14 uh, more years. Um, looks like maybe a lot of those fantasies uh, could come true, uh, sadly and tragically. But he's remember, CNN wanted him to run for president. They uh, they got old uh, Mister Potato Head, uh, Uncle Fester. He uh, <laughs> he wanted uh, he wanted my he was he was gushing in uh, like a high school cheerleader, cheerleader way over Michael Avenatti, the sleazy criminal. Uh, he's not a criminal lawyer. He's a lawyer who's a criminal. Uh, and uh, and uh, old Uncle Fester was just spoozing all over him. Looking
1: ahead to 2020, uh, one reason why I'm taking you seriously as a contender is because of your presence on
0: cable news. His presence on cable news, because that's the standard for running for president. You're in cable news a lot. You should be president. <laughs> this is our media. Boy, what if we, this country would look very different if we had a legitimate media as opposed to this this monkeypox fest that we call the American news media. Um, I have trouble believing that there is not a, a broad outbreak of monkeypox in the news media. You'd think it would be widespread by now because of the, you know, the, well, you know. I don't really have to explain. So, uh, in any event, the uh, Elon Musk went to uh, release lots of good stuff on um, the uh, criminal conspiracy at Twitter, involving the DNC, the Biden campaign, the American news media, but what's the difference, and, uh, and also the intelligence community. You know, those 51 signatories to that fraud that was perpetrated against the American people on the lead-up to Election Day, uh, and uh, led by penitentiary face John Brennan, who, as you know, voted for Gus Hall, the Communist Party candidate, for the presidency of the United States. And then Barack Obama, mentored by Frank Marshall Davis as a teen, uh, card-carrying member of the Communist Party, Barack Obama made penitentiary face, the CIA director, and then the CIA was, uh, you know, uh, um, uh, directed against the American people. And they, they monkey-wrenched our presidential election. You're supposed to do that in Iran and Niharawa but not the United States of America. This is the revenge of the left. They've uh, redirected the CIA, the FBI uh, against the American people on behalf of the left and the Democrat Party. Elon Musk also suggests that they were tampering in foreign elections, at least in Brazil, against Bolsonaro. He was too successful, and they put the lefty in. The lefty won in a a very controversial uh, election and a close election. And, uh, you know, then we got the Google people tampering with the algorithms having to do with the Arizona governor's race. We've got, uh, this is high tech and uh, working hand in glove or beep in condom with the Democrat Party. The Democrat Party and big tech. Uh, It kind of fits, not kind of, delete kind of, it fits Benito Mussolini's definition of fascism, where the party or the state... Uh, In collusion with industry and the industrial chieftains, in this case, the information oligarchs, they work in concert to secure and keep power and to destroy their political enemies. And that's what we're seeing today in the United States of America. That's not a conspiracy theory. This is a recitation of the facts. These are known facts. You know, we had this lib on the day before yesterday, on uh, Monday. Mike A. Lib, not Mike A. Lib, but Mike A. Lib. And he's like, oh, this is old news. We all knew about this. No, you guys lied about it and threw rocks at people and burned police stations and, you know, said that it wasn't true. Oh, speaking of which, yesterday on Capitol Hill they had this they had this dog and pony show the Democrats did pretending they care about the police for about an hour, and they brought in uh, the family of officer, uh, U.S. Capitol Police Officer Brian Sicknick, who sang from the Democrat Party sheet music quite beautifully, I've got to say. Including Brian Sicknick's brother. Uh, now, Brian Sicknick was a big uh, Trump supporter, a conservative, proud American, a veteran, and uh, and a great guy, according to all accounts. And he died the next day, uh, nearly two years ago. Now, the Democrats are still, you know, they've extended January 6th for a new season on cable. And uh, episode one was yesterday. They had a big thing, and uh, Mitch McConnell, the turtle, was there mumbling and. And uh, they had him walking up with the medals, so he couldn't shake hands with the families and and things. And and they're too dumb. They got suckered into it by the Democrats. And they're not, uh, you know, uh, uh, the Democrats are masterful political weasels. And they staged this stuff for television. Remember, they brought in the former president of ABC or ABC News to stage their January 6 television shows. The you know the the fake uh, things. And they they had Brian Sicknick's. Um, brother saying how great uh, Liz Cheney is and we need more Liz Cheney's because that's what we need and uh, pretty amazing stuff now uh, and the Republicans are so inept and so bad at their jobs that the you know Mitch McConnell couldn't hold a press conference to make an impression on anybody anyway and uh, Kevin McCarthy can't string a sentence together other than that they're doing a great job but they should have held a press conference after this event to pound the table like Ted Kennedy who you remember killed that girl and then went to brunch and then ran for president. Um, And they should have pounded the table and talked about The fraud that the Democrats had just perpetrated pretending they care about the police when they're the party of defunding the police of hands up, don't shoot of 100 FBI agents into Ferguson, Missouri, trying to lynch a police officer who's still in hiding because he's in danger because of the left. Remember, uh, you know, uh, Michael Brown, hands up, don't shoot. That was all a lie. That was the big lie by the Democrat Party and their Socialist Workers Party. Speaking of Hitler, there's a kind of a funny story out of, <laughs> kind of a funny story out of Deutschland, out of Germany. Well, it's not really funny, but it's a little bit funny. Uh, they've arrested guys they say are extreme right wingers who wanted to overthrow the government. I think they're setting up their own kind of like burning the Reichstag version of January sixth in Germany. I think might be what's going on there. Um, if that's too com- t- complex for you, you're probably a Democrat. But. Uh, <laughs> But uh, we got a got a story out of uh, Deutschland also. Re- they're rounding up the usual suspects. A lot of arrests because they're saving democracy, or w- which we gave them, by the way. You know. Oh, uh, and also speaking of us giving democracy to the Germans, um, today is Pearl Harbor Day. Today is uh, Pearl Harbor Day. It's the day of Pearl Harbor uh, because on this date, uh, December seventh, nineteen forty-one, uh, the Empire of Japan. Launched its dastardly attack against the United States of America at Pearl Harbor in Hawaii. uh, Sucking us into World War II uh, under another Democrat president, FDR, who is already destroying the economy. Um, But, you know, World War II saved the economy at at, at a very high price. Um, But today is Pearl Harbor Day. And so if you you know a a World War II vet, um, give him a call today. Uh, say hello, we sent 16 and a half million men to war in a nation of 133 million people. Uh, a little more than one-third of what we have today in population. We sent 16 and a half million men to go smash fascism. Uh, a great Republican president, Dwight David Eisenhower, uh, the general in Europe, Supreme Allied Commander, smashed fascism. My father uh, helped uh, he smashed half of fascism, my father, and uh, Eisenhower smashed the other half. I'm embellishing slightly. It's just family lure. And um, <laughs> it's not really, but uh, but today is Pearl Harbor Day. And we should remember that. I, don't, I haven't seen anybody uh, making note of that today anywhere. But, uh, you know, we've moved on, I guess. We've moved on. We're on to like World War Five now. It's, uh, it's a remarkable thing. But God bless America and uh, the greatest generation that smashed fascism in Europe and smashed imperialism in Asia and brought democracy to a uh, way in Japan, what was an empire with an emperor. Uh, And we allowed the emperor to live. We didn't hang him from a tree or anything, beat him with chairs, you know, like they did with uh, Mussolini. (laughs) They hanged him upside down after they killed him, beat him with lawn chairs and things. Uh, And, uh, you know, uh, there was a little pent-up frustration at the time, smashing fascism. And if you're looking for fascism today, look no further than the left in the United States of America. Look no further. Uh, But back to Elon Musk and Twitter and the uh, conspiracy, an actual conspiracy, with this James Baker person, Jim Baker, the crooked FBI guy who was driven out for all of his malfeasance, immediately hired by the leftists at Twitter to be a criminal for them, and then somehow the creep wheedled his way into Elon Musk's effort to reveal the truth about their tampering with the 2020 election, and Jim Baker was the guy that they had vet the documents before they were released. Wow. Wow. It's like uh, you know, uh, paneling the Manson family to be on the jury for Charles Manson. These are incredibly corrupt times we're in, and this guy is just astonishingly corrupt. He's the the of Democrat Party corruption. So we've got uh, we've got that coming up. The Georgia runoff, unsurprisingly, Her- Herschel Walker, forty years a hero in Georgia. Until the Democrat Party smear machine was unleashed on him. Now he's a villain. Pretty amazing stuff. And Raphael Warnock, he ran over him. He ran over him like he ran over his wife during that domestic abuse episode. But uh, pay no attention to that. The media's erased it for him. 888 630 9625. There's only one Chris Plant. The Chris Plant Show. Yeah, Pearl Harbor Day, man. Um, remember Pearl Harbor? It's uh, you know, remember Pearl Harbor was the slogan for a long, long time after uh, World War II, till everybody started buying Japanese cars and uh, TV sets, which we showed them how to make. You know, and, uh, instead of making uh, you know death camps and and uh, biological warfare facilities, which they did in China. Um, and they use British and uh, some American prisoners of war in their biological warfare experiments, the Japanese C-Unit 731, Japanese biological warfare attacks. Um, let's, um, let's go, so, so many things to get to, but I want to get to the, let's get to uh, John, let's talk to John. Let's go to the telephones, Michael, and let's talk to John calling from Prince William County in Virginia. John, you're on the Chris Plant Show.
2: Yes, sir, that's me. I'm your greatest fan. Why, thank you. Director. I'm the D-I-C-I-A, C-I-E-G, special <laughs> operative. <laughs> All right. So, it is December the 7th, 1941, a day of living for me. Both my parents were there.
0: No kidding. Both your parents were
2: at Pearl <laughs> Harbor. My, my father was on the USS Tennessee, battleship, right, in wow. Florida, port Fort Island. The Japanese, very shrewd, attack very good attack you say militarily. They used torpedo bombers with wooden pallets on the fins so they wouldn't drop too low. So Tennessee is in board to West Virginia. West Virginia takes torpedoes. Tennessee gets two five hundred thirty pound bombs, but basically just dots off a damn thing. And my father's on that boat.
0: Wow. My that's sister, uh, that's amazing. I, I, tell, I used mother, to work with a guy when I was at CNN, one of the military consultant on-air people was uh, retired Air Force General Perry Smith. Now, he was a child uh, because his father was in the Army. He was a child at Pearl Harbor and watched it from a hilltop and told me the stories. But both of your parents were there for the attack.
2: Exactly. My, my mother is a civilian dependent of her father who's the fire chief of Pearl Harbor.
0: Wow! That was a busy day for the fire chief. I lost 27 members of my family. On Pearl Harbor or in the war? No, Pearl Harbor Day. Wow. John, that is unbelievable. I am saluting you and your family. This is the Chris Plant Show.
2: December 7th, 1941, a date which will live in infamy. The United States of America was suddenly and deliberately attacked by naval and air forces of the Empire of Japan.
0: Ah, yes, and uh, four years later, the United States of America was the premier supreme power on the planet earth the most powerful nation in the world we had more than a hundred aircraft carriers we have 11 or 12 aircraft carriers now by the end of world war ii in four years we built more than a hundred aircraft carriers deployed them around the world Uh, my father was on one of them uh, two of them and um uh served in both theaters of operation and um you know, uh, killed the bad guys. He didn't want to, but he had to. It was, uh, was the thing to do. You know, the right thing to do. Remember when we used to do the right thing? Um, and I wonder what happened to that. Oh, yeah, the left. The left is here. The front page of the Washington Post today also, Warnock beats Walker in Georgia runoff for Senate. In final test of midterms, Democrats pick up a key 51st seat in the chamber. They've also launched a new investigation against Elon Musk, the Biden administration, because he's an enemy of the state and the state is the left. And the left, you know, uh, they abuse their power all over the place to target their political enemies. In fact, the lead story of The Washington Post today, front page, upper right hand corner, Trump probe targets three states, subpoenas sent to Arizona, Michigan, Wisconsin because the uh, the witch hunt continues the lynching will continue until there's no rope left you know the democrat party is the party of lynching the left is the party of abuses of power killing and jailing their enemies you know they're the left this is the real left these aren't the democratic party isn't let's keep that in mind oh let's go to the telephones yeah because the senate race again herschel walker uh, my best girl is from Georgia, and uh, generally speaking, the Atlanta metropolitan area. Lots of family members in the uh, Atlanta metropolitan area, primarily. And we go down and visit, and we, we spend holidays there, and we go on vacation together, and all of a sudden, they're great Americans, and they're pro-American, and they're all Hersher Walker people. In fact, my best girl's uh, sister, Bridget, has uh, her boyfriend has a giant really cool pickup truck it's uh one of the coolest pickup trucks i've ever seen and uh he's a he's involved in uh conservative politics and he was doing an event with herschel walker and he had herschel walker come out with a giant uh not a sharpie but a bigger black magic marker and sign the corner panel of his truck of his pickup truck Yellow corner panel signed by Herschel Walker on the truck. And he calls it his Herschel Walker edition uh, <laughs> truck. And it's uh, it's very cool stuff. He also sent me great, um, what do you call it, Christmas wrapping paper, Christmas wrapping paper, which is now my screensaver on my phone of Joe Biden in a Santa hat uh, saying, Merry Easter and you know the thing and uh, a couple of other <laughs> couple of other key Joe Biden, Joe Biden things. Uh, the wrapping paper is a lot of fun. And I did shoot, I shot a picture of it, made it the screensaver on my phone because, you know, it's the holiday season. And uh, Joe Biden, maybe we could, po- I, sh- I could shoot a picture of it, we could post it because it's kind of amusing. Then uh, yeah, I'm going to uh, uh, see if I can tell you where to get to the, rap- the wrapping paper because it's pretty funny. But in, uh, in any event, uh, the... The Republicans failed to pull out the Herschel Walker victory. Herschel Walker, college football hero. Almost 40 years ago. Isn't that right? I think that's right. And uh, then NFL hero. And just a Georgia legend and a Georgia hero. And then the Democrats, you know, the party of the Confederacy and Jefferson Davis, they uh, played the race card against him. Again and again, yeah, he's black, and they played the race card against him. They, uh, The racists in the Democrat Party, who sacrificed 40% of the black population from the womb and harvest their organs, just 40%, just 400 out of every 1,000 pregnancies, pay no attention to that. Uh, Hitler's Socialist Workers' Party got 60% of the Jewish population over the course of about four years. The Democrats, they get 40% of the black population on an ongoing basis for decades. Right, uh, But they unleashed the hate machine, the Democrat Party hate machine against Herschel Walker, a longtime Georgia hero. And they they did what they could to destroy him. Right? And they recruited his his creepy son and his ex-wife. They got the ex-wife. and uh, But never mind that... Um, you know, the uh, Democrat ran over his wife's foot because the cops were showing up for a domestic violence call. Never mind that. Never mind his slumlord history, Raphael Warnock, kicking poor minority people out onto the street because they couldn't pay their new excessive rent. Never mind that. Because when you're a Democrat, all of that washes away, like uh, Ted Kennedy and Mary Jo Kipikny. It all just gets washed away. You know, speaking of signing Herschel Walker on, uh, on my friend's uh, pickup truck, um, <laughs> Ted Kennedy, you know, he's the only uh, actual member of Congress with a confirmed kill in the war on women. And he had, uh, he had little stickers on the side of his limousines, you know, like a mudflap lady because, uh, you know, like in World War II, they had the Japanese flag. You shot down a Japanese flag, the battle flag, and, uh, you know, a Nazi flag when you shoot down a, a Messerschmitt or something, and, uh, and Ted Kennedy, he had a mud flap lady on the side of his car to symbolize the confirmed kill. His nephew uh, killed that neighbor with a golf club, too, and the family made jokes about it. They still make jokes about it. What was her name? Martha Moxley. Martha Moxley killed her with a golf club. Kennedy family. Not good for women, you know what I'm saying? Uh, all right, I'm sorry. Let's go to the uh, let's go to the telephones. <laughs> Digressing all over the place. Let's go to uh, let's go to Dave from Silver Spring, Maryland. Dave, you're on the Chris Plant show.
3: Hey, Chris. Hey, Dave. Uh, you know I love your sense of humor. I just wanted to say that you you crack me up all the time. Um, what I'm what I'm calling about is the uh, the Herschel Walker loss to Warnock. Yes, it really doesn't change anything because when you've got senators like Tom Tillis and and uh, Mitt Romney, uh, Susan Collins, and uh, the nut job from Alaska—I can't remember her name—it doesn't. Having one more Democrat uh, um, in the Senate doesn't really change anything. The the only thing it really changes is that the job that. Uh, Camilla Harris was qualified to do, she no longer has to do. The only job that she was qualified to do, which is break the ties.
0: While cackling.
3: <laughs> <The> cackler <laughs> in, in command,
0: yes. While cackling, yeah. Senator Murkowski in uh, Alaska. There was a real uh, conservative on the ballot in Alaska, but Mitch McConnell didn't back her. He uh, backed the milk toast rhino. Um, Senator Murkowski, and, and um, you know, she'll always vote with McConnell on everything, and the go-along-to-get-along caucus uh, wins again. Now, there is one thing that is different, though, Dave, that does matter, and that is when there was a 50-50 tie, they had co-chairmanships on the committees, Right. So there was a Republican co-chair and a Democrat co-chair. So they had more influence as co-chairs, the Republicans did, than they will have now when it's a uh, 51 to 49 Senate in favor of the Democrats. And I think they're going to pass. The first thing they're looking to pass is the Let's All Destroy America Act of 2022. What's the acronym for that? They (laughs) got it. That's L-A-D-A-L-A-D-A. You know, but they they uh, they're going to they're going to do everything they can to cause havoc. And of course, the news media is uh, in their pants with them. So uh, they live there. Uh, So that, you know, that is a problem. That's the one drawback. You're right about Tillis who is uh, now in cahoots with another radical left-wing anti-American senator to provide amnesty to tens of millions of illegal aliens because that's all part of the, uh, you know, the death plan that the Democrats have for the United States of America. Right, Dave?
3: Yep, yep. Destroy the, uh, bring down, you had a caller, I think, earlier in the week or last week who said, uh, that his father told him, since we can't raise the standard of living for the rest of the world, we have to destroy the standard of living for America, and that's what they're all doing. I've been, it, I've been, I've been,
0: I've been saying, I've been saying that for years and years. That they've always resented. We're five percent of the population, and we use twenty-five percent of the resources. <laughs> we can't, we can't sustain this. It's unsustainable. So, and and there's you know, John F. Kennedy famously. Uh, talking about the United States of America, the role of the United States of America, the world's most powerful economy, military force for freedom and liberty in the history of the world. And he is to say a rising tide lifts all boats. And for years now, I've been saying, um, much like like your wise person, I've been saying the left, meaning the Democrats, decided long ago they don't want to lift all boats. They want to lower one boat. And that's us. Yeah.
3: You can't be that you can't be that incompetent by accident. It's just it's impossible. you, you It has to be planned.
0: Uh, absolutely true. hundred percent true. This is way beyond, oh gosh, we're just not good at this. This is part of a plan. Look, we've been reading about these master plans that the party of slavery have been ginning up in uh, faculty lounges across the country for decades now. And they're implementing them. They, the real left, has seized power, and um, they are using it. Boy, are they using it? They are. They are here to destroy the United States of America. And they're—they're they're not the freedom people. They're not the liberty people. They don't believe in the Bill of Rights. The Bill of Rights to them is an a la carte menu, and they—they they select from it like it's a buffet. And uh, the good stuff only applies to them. They're. Another thing I've been saying, Dave, is the left is coming for your rights. And boy, are they coming for your rights.
3: I'll I'll let you go after this, Chris. But the the only positive thing in my mind about dying is when we go to heaven, there won't be any Democrats there. So we got that going for us.
0: That's a a very positive thought. I like that. That's, uh, That's true because, you know, the rotisseries in hell. Are, uh, they got uh, their boy Joseph Goebbels down there, the original author of The Big Lie, is down there, and he's uh, looking up at them from hell screaming, uh, you guys are better at this than I was. They're, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Chris. He's an admirer. Thank you, Dave. <laughs> he's uh, just, uh, yeah, just amazing. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah, and uh, Tillis and Kirsten Cinema. It's K R Y, so it always throws me. Is it? It's like K-Y, K Y, and then they got the you know uh, polysexual thing going on there. And uh, Kristen Cinema and Senator Tom Tillis, a uh, you know she's the she what the first openly bisexual, isn't that right? Uh, member of the U.S. Senate, I think that's right. And uh, you know, uh, pretty hot, which helps. You know, it's a huh. Well, wait a minute. Let me think about that. Uh, Kirsten Cinema, and Tom Tillis have crafted a bipartisan immigration deal that would, quote, boost security at the border. Don't believe it. That's a lie. The Democrats have pulled this one time and again. Boost security at the border while also providing a pathway to citizenship for the two million so-called dreamers, a new report reveals. Cinema a uh, Democrat from Arizona, where they, uh, the uh, Google people tweaked the algorithm, the algorithms on uh, Google to favor the Democrat there. And Tillis, an alleged Republican from North Carolina, are pressing their proposal, uh, which would also extend Title 42 health policy for another year. Yeah, but the Democrats will kill that. And then, you know, this whole border wall that we've talked about, this has been going on since Reagan. Reagan, Pat Buchanan. Secure the border. And the Democrats always say, okay, give us $100 billion, and then we'll secure the border. And then you go, and at the last second, they remove that provision from the bill. And then the news media says, the Republicans don't support securing our border because the Democrats removed everything that would secure our border. Because, you know, they're crooks, and they have been for a lot. They're the left. If you're married to a lefty, that person lies to you all the time. And if you have a lefty in the White House or the Senate, those people uh, lie to you. That person lies to you all the time. Let's uh, let's go to uh, let's go to Ron calling from Aldi, Aldi, Virginia. Ron, you're on the Chris Plant Show.
1: Good morning, sir. Thanks for taking my call. Hey, Ron. Just wanted to uh, clarify one comment uh, that you made about Herschel. Yes. Who, by the way, is a is a friend of mine and is a great American. Very personable. Very humble. And would have served well um, had he been elected. At any rate, um, I'm not sure if you're familiar with Lieutenant Governor Jeff Duncan, but he—and you may have talked about him on your show intermittently—but he's been on multiple um, left-wing, you know, ABC, CNN, MSNBC, and um, he was on a, about a week or so ago talking about how he went—he went and stood in line. This was the story he told: stood in line for an hour to vote, looked at the ballot. And decided he could not vote for either candidate because they were both so bad, and he went on to call Herschel possibly the worst candidate that the GOP has ever put up for the Senate. And um, I just found that you know that's just incredible on, on a variety of fronts. If he if he wants to grandstand like that, fine. It should have been done after the election, not before the election, um, because you don't you don't have any idea what impact his his words actually had on. Voters who may have been who may have been undecided, uh, and you know you never find a Democrat that will go on, in a public forum and talk about one of their candidates like he did. Just unbelievable.
0: Yeah, Georgia's uh, Lieutenant Governor Jeff Duncan, and I, I saw that. Uh, I didn't use that audio soundbite on the show. I haven't yet, anyway. Uh, but yeah, classic Rhino move: Republican undermining Republican, Republican on Republican violence, and. I, um, you know, if, uh, just tweak one thing and everybody be calling him a racist. Um, but the, uh, yeah, Georgia Lieutenant Colonel, uh, Lieutenant Governor uh, an alleged Republican, you know, it was about the balance of power in the Senate. There's a big picture here. And as you said, Herschel Walker is a, is a good man. I love that the Democrats finally 50 years in found one abortion they didn't approve of. And it's, uh, one that... Herschel Walker paid for, and he gave the nice girl a ride to the place and waited for her and picked her up, you know, unlike in Fast Times at Ridgemont High yeah, <laughs> with DeMone, Mike DeMone. But, uh, you know, in uh, Democrat circles, that's called a common courtesy. But uh, finally, one one abortion out of 63 million that the Democrat Party disapproves of. Isn't that ironic? Thank you, Ron.
2: You're listening to The Chris Plant Show. All
0: right, we have the Elon Musk Twitter corruption Democrat Party uh, criminal enterprise conspiracy update. Not a theory, just the facts, ma'am. Got that coming up. Uh, James Baker, this guy, I had to tell you, he should be putting ankle shackles at Reagan Airport in Washington. Right, now let's go back to the telephones, Michael. Let's go to, let's go to John calling from Northport, Florida. John, you're on the Chris Plant Show.
2: Good morning, Chris. How are you doing today?
0: Doing great, John. What do you say?
2: I just wanted to make a quick point that as a conservative, constitutional conservative, I've had to hold my nose a lot of times when I voted for Romney and McCain, and I think we are the true rhinos. The guys like McConnell, they control the Republican Party. We don't, and therefore, we're the ones that are kind of outside looking in. And when we realize that, maybe we'll make some headway.
0: Yeah, I mean, you're a conservative rather than a Republican is what you're saying, a a, uh, constitutional Republican conservative, but the Republican Party itself. You know, we were just kind of funny, uh, John, because during the break, I just used the the phrase, you know, how many times, I just said, how many times have you heard the phrase, I held my nose and I voted for dot, dot, dot. And then you did it, Romney. Right? And Jeff Duncan, the Georgia lieutenant governor, uh, should have just shut up, voted the way he wanted to vote, and not undermined his party. It's supposed to be a team sport. Larry Hogan, the rhino governor of Maryland, did the same thing. Came out against Trump, came out against the Republican nominee, uh, for governor in Maryland. And, uh, you know, that's not, that's not, you know, you'll never see a Democrat do that. No elected Democrat is going to come out and say, yeah, I voted against my own party because they goose step, they lock step together always and forever, like the song says. And, uh, you know, they never do that. But Republicans, they think they're being pure of heart. Really, they're just being treacherous.